right, left, right, keeping it. Oh. <laughs> what a track, Peter. Wow. Aloha, everyone. Welcome back to the show. Welcome back to the Peter Welch Show. So, guys, we are back. It's only been two weeks since our last Grand Prix, and it feels like a century ago. It's unbelievable how how time just messes with your head, doesn't it? Now, I mean, I have to say I've been completely consumed in the Rugby World Cup simply because Ireland had a great chance of winning and we didn't do it out in the quarterfinal again. And I'm not going to go on. I'm just having a little tiny rant and vent here guys for two seconds i was so fucking depressed after that i was so depressed i went to a rugby school i'm a, I'm a quite a big rugby fan and oh just heartache depression jesus like i, I was genuinely gutted on the sunday morning like, I, I feel like I got dumped by a girl. I'm, I'm not joking yet. And I think, I, I do think actually quite a, a lot of other people are probably in the same boat as me here, right? I mean, if you're, if you are Irish, just so disappointed. We didn't, we came out at what, maybe 7 out of 10? New Zealand came out 10 out of 10. I mean, in one way, at least we didn't choke. There's no question. We did not choke like we did in other quarterfinals. We just completely bottled it, threw it all away, and somebody kills us by 20, 30 points. That wasn't the case. We only lost by four points, and New Zealand were at 10 out of 10. We were probably at 7 out of 10. Maybe that's even being generous. I don't know. People can argue me on that one. I'm certainly no expert on it. But it was... It was... Yeah. Ah. God, okay, let's move on, guys. So we got three back-to-back races coming up, guys, which is very exciting and gets us over the, uh, if you are Irish, the depression of the Rugby World Cup, huh? At least it's something to to, to look forward to now, which, which is great. Three back-to-backs. Well, what do we say about Verstappen, huh? Three, ba- speaking of back-to-backs, three-time world champion. I mean, the, the guy's just dominating. He's kicking ass. And... Check out my podcast from Wednesday, guys. Wednesday just gone. Because I did a full episode on this. Where does Verstappen go from here? Now, what do I mean by this? If you remember, if you've been following Formula One before Verstappen and when the days of Sebastian Vettel was driving for Red Bull. Now, maybe many people don't know this, guys. Vettel came in at a young age into Red Bull quite like Verstappen. Now, Verstappen, as far as I remember, he was 17 when he came into the, uh, uh, when he came into Red Bull. Vettel certainly wasn't that young, but Vettel came in, won four world championships back to back, and all of a sudden he was gone. Gone from the team. Now, why would you get rid of your number one boy when you're kicking ass? Right? Even if you have your fifth year and you don't do so well, you don't get rid of your golden boy. You know he can do the job for you. You know he can win races. He can win championships. You don't get rid of him. You hold on to him for dear life. And check it out, guys, because I go through the the politics of, of Formula One and motor racing in general. And many of you know, if you've listened to my other Formula One episodes... There is a lot of politics in any sport. Let's be totally frank here. And Formula One is no different because the politics can be quite amazing. And it's what it's all about, right? Winning. 
That's the number one goal you would think of any racing team out there in the world, right? You want to win races and you want to win championships. Don't you think that's the number one thing you want to do? And then yet, Vettel's gone from Red Bull. Now, some people will tell you, oh, Vettel wanted to go. And then some people will tell you Red Bull didn't want him anymore. I honestly wouldn't believe a lot of stuff because Red Bull could have even kicked him out and Vettel would have, could have been saying to people, oh, yeah, well, I want to go. I, yeah, I want to go. And they went, yeah, no problem, Sebastian. We can, we, we can go with that story to keep your pride. It's very, very hard to know, guys. I genuinely wouldn't believe any of the headlines. It's hard to know. And I'm not saying that Red Bull are a bunch of wankers here or Sebastian Vettel is a wanker here. No, because you don't know what's going on in the, in the background. But anyway, the fact is, he did leave Red Bull. He did win four World Championships. Why get rid of the guy? (laughs) Doesn't make any sense in the world. Unless you have politics involved. So, anyway, check it out, guys. But I think um, Verstappen is okay for now. He's secure for now. I definitely think... I think, isn't his his contract up up to uh, 2026, I think? Now, guys, believe me. Contracts can be uh, can be wiped out, you know. There's always a way around a contract if you really want to get rid of somebody. Is he secure for now? I think so. I think so. But something is just coming up in the back of my head here now because Vettel gone. I'm seeing the same pattern here with with Sebastian Vettel and Verstappen here. And hey, you know, for I'm a Verstappen fan, and for other Verstappen fans out there. I hope I'm wrong. I really do, genuinely do. But hey, that's another day, another conversation. So um, before we get into Aston Grand Prix, uh, I've been doing a bit of research, guys, because I want to make sure that I'm I'm being useful to you guys, not me just sprouting off some shit here and there and thinking I'm fucking brilliant, which I obviously don't. I'm obviously bringing as much information and knowledge as I've picked up in my racing career and passing it along to you guys and trying to give you as much information, but I want to go a little bit deeper, and what I've done is I've gone a little deeper here. Now, on Facebook, I put up a poll. That's actually a really good feature that Facebook have, in fairness, and I I know a lot of people don't use Facebook, but it does give you a, a good indication of where you're going with a certain point. So, I was actually stunned by this. We did an F1 poll, and I asked, I, I asked everybody, I said, so guys, I'd like to make my podcast a little bit better. You know, I'd like to know who's supporting who out there. Can you please name your favorite F1 drivers? So I literally listed out all 20 drivers. And get this, I, I'm shocked, shocked by the results that have come in. The top four, and by the way, I'm not even going to mention out the, the other 16. I'm only going to call it the top four. Only reason, because they swept the board comparing to all the other drivers. Like, different planets, how much people want love these drivers. Coming in at number one, Alonso. And hey, he's my favorite at the moment too, which is great. Um, obviously, I'm a Verstappen fan too, even though I didn't love him now what he did last year, but still, Alonso's my boy. Charles Leclerc's in at number two, Hamilton coming in at number three, and Perez in at number four shocked and like I genuinely thought that Verstappen would be up there um who else would I would have thought 
maybe Lance Stroll. You know, I know a lot of girls love him and think he's hot. Now, not every listener that listens to my podcast is female, so fair enough. <laughs> I understand that. But I, I was stunned. I couldn't believe Verstappen wasn't in that, in that top, even top three. But hey, so anyway, guys, my point is with this, my poll, is I'm going to definitely, from now on, okay, I'm going to try and tailor make, I'm going to keep a watch out for those four, four drivers more than anyone. And I'm going to obviously do my previews, uh, or not really previews, I'll try and get as much news as I can. Problem is, though, guys, the only website I trust for real accurate information is Formula1.com. So what I promise to do this, for these four drivers, for the rest of this season and going into the future, I'm going to be checking Formula1.com for any updates, any news for these drivers. And if there's not, well, we'll just continue on through for until the, uh, the race. And obviously then for the race, I'm going to keep an eye, check out as much updates and news as I can from that race, see their performance, evaluate it, and we'll, we'll try and break it down as much as we can. All right, so I promise you that uh, because I do want you guys to have the best information um, and, and experience if I'm, you know, being useful to you guys out there. So, okay, but today we don't have any news. I even checked, sorry, just to, here's the update for those drivers. I checked uh, Google. I, I even went to Google, but I was like, this is a bad idea. I mean, like, guys, there's there's websites out there that will tell you that UFOs abducted Charles Leclerc last week, but he's now back and he's really, he's upped his game now because of the UFOs put a chip implant into his fucking brain. I mean, it, it, it like some of these websites are the National Enquirer of Formula One. It's ridiculous. I don't trust any of them and I don't want to be bullshitting you guys. Okay. I want to give you update, accurate information and quite honestly, Formula One, F1.com is the best. So we'll keep an eye on Houston how, the, how those four drivers get on, and obviously others, and we'll come back with you with an update. So I hope that helps, guys. So, Austin, Texas, Joe Rogan country. I wonder will Rogan actually have any of the Formula One drivers on? Be interesting to see because they're right on uh, Joe Rogan's doorstep here. I, I mean, I, I think it'll be almost. Now, then again, do you know what I like about Rogan? He doesn't give a shit about celebrities' status. He actually wants whoever he wants on. Now, guys, I'm just going to... Hang on one second. I'm going to share the screen with you here. We'll keep an eye on the uh, the table points here. Anybody listening on Spotify, obviously, I'll just call out the the championship points and who can, you know, get champ, uh, challenged for second, third, and fourth in the championship because it ain't over yet for everybody. It's over for Verstappen, but it's not over for everybody else. So... Okay, let me share my screen. There we go. But obviously, guys, anybody listening on audio, I'll call it out as I, as I hear because I know, I know it's audio. So, um, okay, let's get back into it. Hopefully, we'll hear from one of these guys on Joe Rogan in the next few days or even before this. Maybe they pre-recorded it, but we'll see. So, we've got Verstappen on 4-3-3. Well, look, it's done. It's a done deal. Pack your bags, fella. You're going home as champion. Perez on 224, Hamilton on 194. Now, you know guys, Hamilton's got a chance here to get second second in the in the championship. Now, to Hamilton, he's not going to give a fuck whether he finishes second, third, fourth or fifth or sixth or seventh. Blah blah blah. It's everything or nothing. Okay? It's everything or nothing. Now, however, 
Hamilton will still continue, and this is what makes ex- Formula One exciting, is that the higher places, the high, speak English again, the higher up they finish in the championship table, the more money they will get for the team because they'll also get points for the Constructors' Championship too, which ties in. So it is exceptionally important. Now, Hamilton won't be driving. So in other words, I think Hamilton's going to be going, gunning to get second position in the championship. Now, if he's a team player, which he always tries to make himself out to be, right? And now, I think he is to a degree, and I think he will chip in and get, get his hands dirty here on this one. I think he'll try and get second position in the championship because it will help the team get more revenue coming in, support the the team. Now, Mercedes don't exactly need the money, let's be totally frank, but hey, you know what? While they're out on tour, you might as well get that money if you can. So I think they're going to be, they're going to try and prove a point, and I think as well for Toto Wolf, I think for Toto, he'd like to just get in the sandwich of Perez and Verstappen. It would be a bit of an ego boost for him. You know, as in, hey, Christian Horner, you ain't dominating everything, boyo. We're right there with you. You know, I think he, he'll want to give him, he'll, Toto will want to give Verstappen, that, uh, Red Bull, that moment of pause. And it won't be aimed at Verstappen. Christian Horner will, will want to keep Perez in second position. Total domination, 100% bulletproof. Whereas Toto Wolf will be gunning. He'll be licking his lips, gunning for blood here to try and get into second in the championship. And will he lose sleep over it, Toto Wolf? Absolutely not. But he's definitely going to want to get in in the middle of that sandwich between the Red Bull. Just to give a bit of a, a fingers up to Christian Horner. I genuinely believe so. Um, so he got... Alonso in 183. Now, Alonso could get third in the championship. Now, this will definitely be a good one to keep an eye out on, guys. Alonso, because Aston Martin are in fourth. Okay, they'd love to get top step of the podium. Like, for them, you see, again, here's another race that is sort of behind the scenes here. You know, a lot of people have ridden off the championship this this time of the year simply because, oh, well, that's it for Staffan's champion. But, guys, if you've watched Drive to Survive, you see the amount of, like, midfield battles, back-of-the-field battles that happen because they're trying to get that one or two points. And, I mean, the teams are popping champagne, they're fucking jumping on each other's arms, slapping each other on the ass every time they go, simply because they're getting extra points. Therefore, like I was saying, they get extra revenue. So Alonso's going to be gunning more so than Toto Wolf. Alonso's going to be gunning for blood here to get in front of Mercedes because if Alonso can finish third in the championship instead of, instead of fourth, they're the second best team, which is, for them, it's a very big step. It's a very big um, step progression-wise. So I think they're going to be really going for it. Now, let's take a look at the track here now, guys and girls. So, the Austin, Texas. We're going to do an onboard lap, obviously, guys, as normal. So, um, anybody that's listening on Spotify or audio, obviously, if you can't see it, anybody on YouTube watching, great. Now, guys, if you are watching in or listening on Spotify or Apple or Google, um, I would say just fast forward a minute and a half, and if you don't want to listen to it, and we'll be back into the conversation again. So... So, guys, you can see here we, we got turn one, very uphill, steep uphill, hairpin left-hander. 
Now they're gonna take this at about second, but we'll go through in the onboard. Now I'm just gonna point out guys, right? Then they come into this fast flowing right-hander and then into the, the, the S's here. So you got a left, right, left, right. Now this is a really, really fast part of the track guys. Probably in seventh gear for most. And then you come around into the left-hander, this is where it tightens up a bit. And you gotta really keep the speed up and the momentum all the way through turn 10 up to 11. This is a very tight bend all the way down now. You come through 12, 13, 14. Now, personally, guys, I think this is a bit of a debate. The most important corner on the track where people can really gain some lap time here, I honestly think it's turn 15. Now, people could argue with me that it's turn one because coming out of turn one, you've got a lot of speed you're carrying through turn three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, up to 11, right? I mean, it's in a way, turn one up to 11 is kind of like just one corner, so to speak, momentum wise, because if you mess up, let's say turn three or four, you scrub off speed, you're crucifying yourself going through six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven. And now, you could definitely argue with me on that one. However, why I think turn 15 is the most important is because turn, for turn 15, sharp left-hander, you got to get a good run out, and then you're carrying a lot of speed going into 16, 17, 18, then you come up to 19, and the 16, 17, 18 should be almost flat out, if not flat out, and then you're, so you're carrying all that momentum speed through, then you're coming up to 19, which is, I think, uh, as far as memory collects, uh, as far as memory serves me, I think they drop down two gears quickly, and then boom, back on the power again, however, we'll see that on the onboard in two seconds. Then you're coming up to 19, which is a sharp left. But again, you're trying to keep that momentum up. You're getting, I think you're, you're going to drop down two gears. So the, pro the thing is, if you get out of 15, good. You go through 16, check. 17, check. 18, check. 19, check. 20, check. And then you're coming onto this main straight. And you need to keep that momentum up all the way through these bends. Onto the main straight. And more importantly, up that steep hill into one that's for me where is the key now you see again it will depend on balance now i really actually think this track is interesting guys because there's not many tracks where you could you could challenge that oh that's the important corner no no peter it's this one over here no no it's this one like this really is i think it's a bit of a 50 50 and i think what it's really going to come down to this weekend is the, the balance of the car. Now, the track is quite smooth. I think that most cars are going to have a very, very good balance coming through here anyway. Now, it is quite bumpy going through turn 3, 4, 5, 6, 7, 8, 9, 10. So that might affect the balance, and I think it will affect the balance of some cars. Now, I know I'm always going to have a good balanced car, guys, and all that, but I think it is really, really important that if you've got a good balanced car, it will help you coming through here. If your car is just that on that edge of balance, it's gonna fuck you going through here. So that's why I think that going through turn 15 all the way through can gain you time, whereas you can lose time here, but you can gain it back up over in turn 15. Now, then you can see, you could argue with me going, well, hang on, if, if you actually gain the time at the first section, well then maybe, 
you keep the gate the time up on the other section so again this is the fascinating track guys i'm not going to try and get too technical here today guys and but i think that's really cool too because you, you know what if somebody came along to me and said you know what peter you're fucking wrong man the first section the first part of the track is the most important i'd be like okay man fair enough fair enough i'm not gonna argue with you and so i think it's a bit of 50 50 but anyway Let's have a look at the um, let's have a look at the onboard footage, guys, shall we? So, guys, anybody listening on audio, uh, I'd say fast forward about a minute and a half forward if you don't want to listen to this. And um, obviously, we'll be back chatting away anyway. Okay, so guys, we're gonna ride on board here. Here we go. Now, onto the main straight. This is a steep uphill coming up now, guys. Down into seconds. Keep that momentum up through the S-Bends. Here we go. The S-Bends, very important. Now, guys, just before we keep going, he's got to really keep this up now. I think he's going to be going in seventh all the way through. Now, these S-Bends aren't the most important part here. Tur coming out of turn one, gaining speed, that will give him that one extra mile an hour through these S-Bends is the key. But let's see how it goes. Right, left, right, keeping it. Oh, <laughs> what a track. Jesus. Keep that speed. Keep it in tight on the right. See, guys, he got pole here, but you know what? He even just scrubbed off a tiny little bit of speed there coming out. If you heard it. Down the hill. Keep it smooth, keep it smooth. He got to the apex. Good man. Quite a bit of a long straight, but it's not the most important area. Hard on the brakes. Hard on the brakes, hard on the brakes. Got to the apex. Okay. This is the corner I'm on about. I personally think this is the most important part. Keep the momentum up, keep the speed, and watch the speed now he goes through the next four bends. Here we go. Keep the speed up, keep the speed smooth. And into the last one. That's it. It's full speed, guys, but keep the revs up. Now, see the way the momentum? Right, and by the way, guys, sorry, I paused a little bit too early there. I paused about two corners beforehand, but again, still, you got to get out of those bends fast. But the these last four bends are the crucial part. But again, you see the way he's keeping the momentum up, the speed up? Onto the straight. It's six hundredths to Vettel. Boom. So there you go, guys. There you go. He's got to really keep that speed up. Now... That's the onboard. So, guys, if you're back on audio, uh, we're going to keep talking here. News-wise, there's not much news going on at the moment. Uh, in fact, let's just, while we're at it, I'll just split the screen again here. Bear with me. And let's just go to F1. Now, we're on F1 at the moment as we speak, guys. Uh, there hasn't been much. Now, it's weird, actually, because they... Um, they they finished the season in December last year, but yet it's all over at the end of November this year. 
So they're really, I, I suppose maybe the fact that they're keeping costs down, this is probably part of it as well, that they don't want people, like the longer the season goes on, guys, the longer that you're on the road. The longer that you're on the road, the more hotel bills you've got, or whatever it is. So I presume, now, at the same time, if you've got the same amount of rounds, well then, hey, <laughs> does it really matter? But then again, I suppose, maybe that's got to be the logic behind it to some degree. Now, let's look ahead. Who's going to win this weekend? So there's no news, guys, at the moment. Not really. Uh, everything is just nice and quiet at the moment. But hey, we'll be back with plenty of news, I'm sure, by the end of the weekend. No doubt about it, the way the racing's getting so good at the moment. It's awesome. Uh, I think... Prediction. God, I almost get my predictions wrong. Oh, Jesus Christ. I think Verstappen's going to take the win. He's he's dynamite around this place. That car is just on fucking rails going out around this track. Now, here's an interesting conversation we're going to have. Will Perez all of a sudden be quick again? Right? Will he be quick? Now, we've got Mexico coming up soon, which is his home track. But will he be quick at this weekend? Now... You know what? I'm going to say he's not going to be quick in qualifying, but all of a sudden he'll have the pace for the race. I think Red Bull will bring him back. Right? They'll want to give him a good result, hopefully. And it could be really good racing, guys. Really good racing. I'm going to go with, for qualifying, I'm going to go with Verstappen on pole. You know... I think McLaren are going to be there this weekend. I think this track is, is leading to their favor this weekend. I'm going to go with Verstappen for pole, Piastri 2, and Norris 3. For the race, I'm going to go with Verstappen for the win. I'm going to go with Piastri in second, and I'm going to go with Perez in third. So, let's see if I'm right. So, guys, thanks for listening today, and we will be back on Sunday night or Monday morning with the reaction from the race. Enjoy, guys. Bye-bye. Peter. Wow. 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 Wow.